Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hard affair. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Started yet, Rufus? It started for me yesterday. Did it? Yes. What what was so special about you? All I can say is this T G I H S H H. Oh, God bless you. That's beautiful. Isn't it? I've got the wrong microphone plugged in. Can you hold on while I plug in the other microphone? Uh, Of course. All for the integrity of the show. Integrity is such a strong word. Strong word for a weak man. Do you still hear me? Yeah, those are some nice shades. Like those? Yeah. My special Hypersoft Happy Hour shades. 300 shows, and I got myself a new pair of shades. That comes out to about uh, 75 cents a show. Well, that's way more than we're worth. Uh, well, I don't know. We were collecting like two or three cents there for a while. That's true. Not that I would know. I have never seen the books. Maybe it's time we have a little meeting and go over the Hyperslot books. I can hear myself coming through your speaker. I don't, I don't normally oh. hear that. Hold on a second. I think something's going on here. If it kicks me off, stay with us. Stay with us, folks. Uh-oh. We'll blame it on Double Blog Talk T, Radio. I was a little too interested in getting the show started today. Yeah, there's a first for everything. That there is. Speaking of, you're right. Uh, Hurricane Florence can blow me. It can blow me as well. I'm, I'm going to have no impact from it here, but I didn't know what else to call the show, and apparently it's big news. Big news. It's destroying my place down there. Is it? I thought it was not as bad when it hit. Oh, no. Didn't, Uh-oh. It didn't. Dire Straits. Does that sound better? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Delicious. Thank you for uh, bearing with me to get my vocal stylings right. Yeah, the, uh, well, here's the deal, Rufus. So the real estate place calls me, right, because we rent our place out when we're not there. Okay. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks a year to help pay for the $500 a month fucking homeowners association fee, which I have really no idea where the fuck it goes because... Like, once every five years, they buy, like, a new umbrella for a table and maybe a couple of fucking $50 chairs. But they're collecting about fifty grand a month somehow. But, uh, 
So they call me up and they're like, yeah, or they didn't call me, they emailed me. Mm. You know, for 50 bucks, we can go to your place, take in your chairs or whatever that are on your balcony, and uh-huh. for extra money, an unknown amount of money, we can board up your windows, right? Board up the windows, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I, I email or I, I email them back. I'm like, yeah, I'm down, you know, don't worry about bringing the stuff in because my in-laws actually live near there. So they had gone over and taken stuff, but I'm like, I'd love for someone to board up the place. Okay. Well, on the nightly news the other night, I'm watching the news. They show my place. Guess what? What? No boards. No boards. No boards on the windows, Rufus. Really? And I'm like telling my wife, I'm like, son of a bitch. My wife looks at it and she goes, yeah, I saw that. No boards on the window. I mean, oh. unbelievably, our place was on the fucking news. But better yet, there's no boards. And I guarantee you this fucking real estate place is going to send me a bill for like a thousand bucks. Dude. And yep, got boards up, uh, you know, all was good or whatever, and uh, I'm just going to have to say, nope, saw my place on TV. <laughs> Did fired. you DVR it? Do you have proof, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all over Facebook and all kinds of shit like that. People are posting. Oh, no. Yeah, some guy actually took a little drone shot going around where my place is down there, so yeah, I've got a pretty, pretty solid, I think it'll hold up in court, let me put it that way. Oh, yeah. I'm sure somehow by agreeing to their terms, I signed off giving them my fucking kidney or something that I don't even know about. Yeah, there's something in there that says something about uh, we may or may not put boards up, but you agree to pay us to do so. Exactly, and and you will pay us ten times the going rate for a piece of plywood that costs 50 cents will now cost $500. Well, they are an HOA, right? Uh, This is actually the realty place. I don't know who's worse, to be honest with you. This place... Mm. These people are total fucking assholes. They tried to rent my place out for like the next 10 months after I told them no. Right? I said they they emailed me, call us, please. We have someone that's interested in renting your place long term. And I said, no, no thanks in the email. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at my thing, right? Like they, there's a calendar that shows you when your place is rented out and when it's not. Sure. And it's rented out until like May of next what? year. Yeah. So I call them up. Right, and I'm like, uh, I had told you guys no, I wasn't interested in long-term rental. It's a thousand bucks a month. During the summer, we get like fifteen hundred a week, right? right? So I'm like, I don't want the fucking wear and tear for a thousand bucks a month. Plus, I have to pay the electric bill. Yeah. Plus, you know, some fucking shit's gonna go wrong. You know what of I course. mean? Where of like course. somehow it cost me three thousand a month to fucking rent the place. Right. Fuck, if I'd have rented them and they got in this fucking storm, I'd probably be sued or something right now. <laughs> you'd have a dead, you'd have corpses on your hands. So I, I called the lady, and they, I didn't even know this until three days before these people are supposed to move in, right? Oh, my God. So I called the lady up. I'm like, I said no. You know what I mean? It was just not worth it. We've never, ever, I don't, why are we on your long-term rental list? I've told you like five years ago we never would be interested in doing this. Oh my and she God. goes to me, she's like, well, it's going to be pretty inconvenient for these people now. You're only giving them three days. And I fucking about had a stroke, dude. What did I'm you like, do? First of what all, did you do? you're giving them three days, not me. And I don't give who the fuck they are or what their fucking dilemma is. It's not my fucking problem. I have a bad tr- bad habit of making other people's problems my own. Yeah. And the new double Z is not going to do that anymore. New oh, really? Like, your problem going to remain your problem. The new Ray-Ban double Z is... That's uh, right. New glasses, double Z. That's exactly right. Nice shape. They polarized, of course. Uh, they are polarized and mirrored. I can see the mirroring. 
You like I can that? see myself. I was, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, now you get to stare into your own beautiful face during the show. I don't know if that's fair or not. It's too arousing. It's kind of <laughs> that it is. Stand up. I got to see if you have a heart on right now. No, I can't stand up because oh, I'm stuck too close to the, the table. Yes. I got a, I got a question for you, Rufus. Okay, let's have it. So right before the show, there's a someone rings my doorbell. No, oh, I hate that. Yeah, which is always bad because it's like you, you never know what's on the other side. You know what I mean? You're like, hmm, no one ever rings the doorbell. That's you, I'm always thinking like either someone ran over one of our cats or whatever. So my wife peeks out the window. She's like, there's a dude holding Krispy Kreme boxes. What? That's yeah. Weird. Yeah, that's the same thing I thought. I'm like, oh, okay. So I open the door, and this guy's selling Krispy Kremes for a fundraiser, right? Uh, yeah. And he's going into his spiel, right? Like, <laughs> oh, he's spiel. a neighbor that moved in a couple months ago or whatever. I've never even fucking seen the guy. I have no idea what house he lives in. There's not even that many houses around here, which made me skeptical. He lives in the next town over. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I'm your neighbor in a metaphorical sense. I'm actually from <laughs> Tallahassee. We're all brothers. We live on Earth. <laughs> I'm your brother. <laughs> So, so he starts going into his spiel how he's raising money for Tabernacle to go on some kind of trip, and I kind of give him the Judge Judy. I'm like, eh, oh. I gave him one of these. I'm oh. like, I see you're selling Krispy Kremes. I'll take two boxes. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I don't want to hear your spiel, but I just fucking shut him down by saying that. Was I rude? My question is, was I rude by not listening to the spiel of this guy? And uh. where, or did I just stop him from going all self-righteous? on me i don't uh you know what it, it depends on what you're pitching for because if he's pitching for something normal like i don't know a fundraiser for boy scouts or whatever or a sports team then he's just like thank god you fucking bought something I, thank you very much but is, is tabernacle is that like a religious choir yes yes oh, he, then he probably just wanted to get into the whole spiel to, uh, yeah, and i know he was it was so practiced i'm like dude i'm not sitting out here for 10 fucking minutes listening to how I need to be saved or whatever. I've been saved by the slot. I don't need Amen. your indignatious quote-unquote God who wants you to sell donuts. When's the last time HSHH had to fucking raise money by selling donuts? Never. I don't think God – you know what? I should have I felt like saying something like, would Jesus flip over your table in the market right now for selling me donuts in his name? <laughs> You should have said, I'll tell you what, I'll buy two boxes of donuts if you go sell these Hypersoft DVDs for me. <laughs> I, mean, I, should have, I should be like, I have a better fundraiser. You want to make yeah. some real money? Quit fucking around with donuts. <laughs> you need to go door-to-door -door with crack, dude. That's right. Krispy Kreme is not food. Beer is food. That's exactly right. And you know what? I about, I about said, this came to me like right when you walked in, I about said, well, you know that gluttony is a sin. How dare oh, you sell us these donuts that have no nutritional value? That's right. I'll take one donut. Please divide the cost. <laughs> yeah, I should have been like, I should have went out there. I thought I should go out there with a $100 bill. I'm like, you got change? Oh, okay. Sorry, dude. Can't help you. <laughs> you can't be a money changer. <laughs> I should have asked, like, do you have change? And I'm going to need like 10 ones and four fives and... <laughs> Two dollars and quarters. Do you have any Sacagawea dollars? I've, I've got to have those. Yeah, I've been like, uh, I would like to trade this for a box of donuts and a wooden nickel, please. <laughs> buffalo nickels. My bank only accepts buffalo nickels. I have a special machine that counts buffalo nickels. 
I'm investing in dimes. Dimes are the future of commerce. I know you know that they are dimes and pennies, dude, all the way. Bit dimes. That's the future. That's what Virtual people need to start selling. I look at you know what, dude. There's no reason we couldn't have come out with sloth coins. There's no reason why we can't. I know. I mean, it's it's all phony shit. It's all fucking it totally phony. Well, ours wouldn't be phony. It'd be backed well, no. up. You could buy merchandise from our shop with them after you purchase them with your uh, Visa card for a hundred dollars a sloth coin. It's on-site credit. You you would pay twenty-five dollars for twenty-two dollars worth of sloth coin. <laughs> there you go, and plus a small handling fee and some kind of transaction fee and the Visa fee and the sloth uh, entertainment fee. Just like when you get your cable bill every month, there's like fifty fucking fees on there. That is a nice word of saying tax. You know, I bought a. Uh, a plug-in for a WordPress website the other day. Totally, it's all download digital. You you buy it, you download it, you're done. And it had a, a two dollar handling fee. Like, oh my! What are you handling? You know what, dude? When I pay my fucking electric bill online every month, they get three and a half dollars for their fucking transaction fee. I'm like, I'm saving you money. I should be calling up and wasting someone's fucking time. You know what I mean? Someone you're paying 10 bucks an hour. I should take up an hour of their time to pay this fucking bill then. What you should do is every time you pay it online, send them 10 faxes reminding them that you paid it. <laughs> yeah, that's so a that good idea. Paid. I should. You know what? I, I told you about the one time that I was signing up for another phone, and uh, and I told her, she's like, do you want to go paperless? I said, nope. I will continue to get my paper bill because I don't care if I'm getting an extra 47 cents for the stamp. Plus, like, 10 cents worth of paper just right. makes me feel better about it. And the lady goes, I totally agree, sir. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree, sir. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you trying to sign me up for paperless billing? She was well-trained. She didn't hear anything you said. It was like, meh, 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 meh. I totally agree, sir. Oh, that's probably, probably, yeah, you're probably right. She probably just pushes a button on her keyboard that says, I totally agree. I feel your frustration. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Will that be Visa or MasterCard? I got to do something about my cable bill, honestly. It's just fucking outrageous. Why? What's your cable bill? Well, between here and my office, I'm paying, let's see, 237 plus 159 So, what, 410 bucks a month? What the fuck do you watch on cable that is worth nothing. that much? Absolutely fucking nothing, dude. You have a Roku. Yeah, I know, and I watch more Roku stuff than I do anything else, to be honest with you. It's slang. It's on Roku. We pay. I know. I need to do that. I agree. We've talked about it and talked about it, but then I can never get anybody on the phone at the fucking cable company. They're like, sorry, do you have 10 hours to waste? And you can't do it online. That's their trickiness. You can do do everything online, but you can't change your package or any of that stuff online. Just cancel the shit. Say, come well, no, get my box. I need the internet. I need their internet. So it's not as simple as you would uh, like, to Rufus. Well, I guess it is here in our little town because we we had internet and cable TV through the same company, and we said we don't want cable TV, but we want to keep the internet. And they were like, well, okay. Right. No. Well, you weren't dealing with Comcast. They they have a much more refined system than your yokels down there in Jasper, Texas. Apparently Comcast is a fucking nightmare hellscape to deal with. Oh yeah, it is. It is. 
but they got damn good service, Rufus. What can I say? You know, I also read just recently that if Comcast will allow it or whatever uh, service you have will allow it, you can buy your own modem for like 200 bucks instead of paying for their modem. Right. You'll, you'll get like three times the speed and not have to pay monthly for a fucking modem. And you'll, I, you'll never you know own. What? I actually did that for a while until I got my new service and they came out and everything's better and Xfinity this and everything's going to be better that. And I've been paying $10 a month for some fucking modem that I'm sure I could buy online for fucking 25 bucks. You know what I mean? I don't even think a modem is like two hundred fucking dollars. What's a, a modem is not that expensive, is it? Uh, it depends on how badass you want your modem to be. Well, of course, I want it to be top of the line, right? Well, you're looking at least fourteen fifty. Yeah, and well, I want it to be first of all, I want it to be Porsche red, right? I want it to have all okay. leather buttons and whatnot, and uh, none of this LED lights, dude. I need something. What's above an LED? I need like a, a uh, I don't know. What are the, what is the fancy light bulb? We got ours custom made. Ours we have a wicker modem and it has uh, tea lights. They're oh, I like individual the sound candles of that. that light out for each I actually button. like the sound of that. It probably fits well with your what you've got going on down there and your uh, your aesthetic. You know what? No reason we shouldn't start selling custom fucking modems that will <laughs> integrate themselves perfectly with your design aesthetic. This is true. Yes. You're so you're business savvy. Is this off the chart? How big do you need a fucking modem? First of all, I mean, what kind of modem could probably be big enough to fit in a? I mean, honestly, in a probably a USB. You would think so. Our modem is the, how big is your modem? My modem's like that big. Yeah, my I mean, modem's like this tall by like that fat. Okay, that's my right. one at home. Somehow I got the same service at the office, and it's like this big by this fat a little smaller but you know what i mean it's if you pick it up it weighs like 0.03 pounds because it can all fit in the usb right like you said they're like well we got a great deal on plastic out of china so we decided bringing a whole boatload to uh to make these things that end up in a drawer for the next 50 years instead of the landfill it is unsettling to me that in the, the tiniest little towns in Nicaragua, I had the best internet speeds I've ever had. You know why, though? Uh, the CIA. No, because there wasn't eight trillion fucking stupid huge corporations trying to fucking beat each other down and, and make you think that it all sucked unless you paid fucking $200 extra a month. This is true. There was only two. And, and which one night. was better, or were they equally as awesome? Actually, there was really only – well, there was two. There was Claro and Mo- Movistar, and uh, they really did kind of play nice. Movistar was like, we'll handle the cell phones and stuff, and Claro was like, okay, we'll handle the internet. And there were two completely different companies, but they they like limited their, limited their overlap. So I think they, that they – probably because they were owned by the same uh, Nicaraguan drug cartel. Yeah, it was the uh, Comcast cartel yeah right no because then you would have gotten shitty service and been paying like five times the price uh-huh. i heard there's some crazy shit going down there in nicaragua as far as politics go have you heard anything about that oh yeah yeah because we were gonna book a trip there uh back in april and that's whenever we saw that shit fucking went nuts the president decided to uh he's basically a dictator which is weird 
he basically said, we're taking a shitload of money out of your paychecks for Social Security. Now we're going to take a lot more. And people were like, fuck no, we're not, you're not going to do that. And they tried to protest, and then it, it turned into a shitstorm, and now they're, they're on the verge of a civil war. And it's all mayhem down there now. Yeah, they're saying it's like a little mini Venezuela I saw on TV, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, we still have people there as you know, friends we know with businesses and stuff, and they're up and running. I mean, they're not doing that great. Tourism's down, but you know, we're not going to go back anytime soon, unfortunately. <laughs> but those people are doing fine. They're just fine down there. They're fine until they're beheaded for yeah. a couple of fucking Nicaraguan pesos or what? What is the about? What is a money? A sloth coin. That's what. That's what Nicaragua needs. A nice fucking sloth coin exchange. Do we need to infuse them with sloth coin? What you got? What you got? What you got there, bud? This is super silver haze. Is the flavor for tonight, Rubus? Man, your your say. game is well beyond my game. What does that mean? I mean, in what sense of the word? I know that my all my games are well beyond your games, but which which part of my game are you? talking about tonight i have a warm bud light that's sad and you're not even in the middle of a hurricane i know it is sad i'm just forget- why is it warm i'm forgetful How i forgot you? to replenish the supply you think if you had dementia you would know it i ooh, man that's deep put that on a t-shirt um don't blame me i have dementia you would know it briefly, and then you would forget, forget about, about it, it right? Because you have dementia. And here's the one thing I was thinking about on the way home today. As far as I know, I'm going to live forever. Yeah. Because when I die, it all just fucking ends, right? And as far as my life, I lived forever. That's pretty much true. Very philosophical. Wow. Because God knows after I die, your life will for all intents and purposes, be low, over. And for everyone else that I probably know, you might as well have died. That's what I think now, but how how weird. I mean, in an alternate universe, this couldn't possibly happen, but how weird if, like, after you died, I suddenly blossomed and became a new person and <laughs> found out that the world is a, a brighter place. Without me? It would never happen, obviously. That's I, mean, I, I don't know what universe you're living in, dude, but that's fucking some... No, that is not a real place. Science fiction. It's science uh, fiction. That, I think they call that place hell, dude. Obviously, you're a devil worshiper. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. What if you did blossom? Highly unlikely. I mean, I see you going down a dark rat hole, but what if you did blossom? What, what, would, what would you blossoming entail? What would you change? Um... I don't think I would change much. That's the problem. I think me blossoming would be totally new to me because I'm kind of fine with how I am. Right. I think I think when you are talking about your quote-unquote blossoming, you're actually talking about probably having some kind of bipolar breakdown where you think you've <laughs> blossomed, but it turns out you're just fucking manic. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I, I feel like that most of the time anyway. Yeah, me too, honestly. Especially when I'm off my 17 different kinds of medication. You don't take any medication. I do not take medication. You know what I take? I'm going to tell you what I take right now, Rufus. Mm-hmm. I take a magnesium 200 okay. milligram vitamin before I go to bed, which sometimes is a mistake because sometimes I wake up with a stomach ache, and I can almost guarantee that it's because I take that stupid uh, magnesium before I go to bed. But I read somewhere you're supposed to take it before you go to bed. 
And I take a sublingual vitamin D sub, not a supplement, just a vitamin. It's okay. 5,000 IUs, I think it's called. And that's vitamin it, D. And, and marijuana. That's, that's all I'm ingesting at the moment. Why the vitamin D? Doesn't the sun give you that? You know, and people like myself who are a little bit darker skinned and have like, uh, this is true. And I am not saying half black. I'm just saying that I have a skin tone somewhat. If I've been out in the in the summertime, dude, I had low vitamin D and I went to the doctor. I'm like, what's up? Because I was feeling tired and like had fucking anxiety and shit. <clears throat> anxiety, but I just didn't feel like myself. Yeah. And he's like, well, your vitamin D is super low. I'm like, I'm out in the sun all day. He said, well, oddly enough, the people that get a lot of sun for a lot of years, you your body starts to reject that kind of vitamin D. What? So you have really? to take vitamin D supplement. Really, I was getting weird headaches. That's what it was. Wow. Yeah. So that's not unusual. And then I looked it up after that, and it turns out he was telling the truth. No, a doctor telling the truth? Yeah, I went to the right doctor. He probably got fired right after I left because he didn't try to put me on a prescription or anything. Yeah, they said that patient's never coming back. Yeah, they're like, what? You told him the truth, you idiot. (laughs) Then I saw him on the corner a few weeks later. He was... He had a tin cup and was trying to go back to get another specialty degree so he could owe another $800,000 to somebody. I will diagnose your vitamin D deficiencies for money. Come to find out, I had already kind of known what I had just by Googling it, and Mm -hmm. then I had to go there for the blood test. But then I found out after that I could order my own blood test online through a requested test, but it cost me 22 bucks. And I would have had results within 24 hours. It's only a matter of time before Google offers blood tests. Well, they should. They well, they should. should. And if, if they really want to gather all the information about people, they can. Well, I mean, like that genealogy stuff. I mean, they take your fucking DNA. They're like busting serial killers with that shit now. Yeah, I think that's a <laughs> clever cover to get a database on every human being on the planet. I like it. I like the I like that they're doing that because it's it's dishonest. It's also marketing. Large scale. They can see if they look in your DNA profile, like your genome, they can see what you're susceptible to. Your entire bloodline, like what advertising messages you're susceptible to. <laughs> really, it's better like market blood to words. Google blood words. Google blood words. <laughs> now that we've got your DNA, I wondered why all of a sudden I started getting all this fucking weird kind of email for like uh, p- human pattern baldness, tooth decay, all the stuff that my blood or my DNA probably showed that I'm susceptible to, uh, you know, health-wise. I think uh, Google's going to brand it instead of, uh, it's going to be, what, DNA, dinonucleic advertising. Oh, right, DNA ads. Yeah, DNA ads. Come up with that so quickly. It would take. You have to realize, dude, that it would take a group of fifty people sitting in a fucking giant office building six months to come up with what we just came up with in less than five seconds. It would take a what they call a think tank. Right. It would. My my brother-in-law just started a new job. You still there, Rufus? Oh no. Did Rufus go off the charts on us, folks? 
Rufus, you locked up. I'm going to try to call Rufus back. Bear with us, folks, while we try to get Rufus back on the horn. The horn holio. So anyway, I hope everybody else is enjoying the great hurricane that's going on out there right now. Baby, he's back. You can blame it all on Rufus. He's gone, and he just can't live without us. Baby, he's back. All right, well, we're going to bear with a little bit of Rufus time. I hope it's not my computer that actually crashed and it was Rufus's, but uh, he hasn't texted me to tell me that yet. Let us text Rufus and see what he says. We'll do a little play-by-play for you here. Uh, This is me. This is the sound of me texting Rufus. Hey, you can't hear that because my phone doesn't make any sound when I text, but uh, I'm just prompt. Trust me, I'm, I'm texting Rufus now. I, I texted him, what up? Now I have sent the text. We shall see if he responds in a timely manner or if he was plucked off the face of the earth because uh, he was talking about Google, which is very, very unwise thing to do on a computer. Oh, he's, I got the three little bubbles. I guess he's, he's texting us back. Still texting. Net down, not sure why. He says. So we'll bear with Rufus for a little bit. What I'm going to do, folks, is spin you a little bit of beer and food. This is the song that started off, circa 19. No, it's not. This is the second song. Hold on. You can play Internet Love Song. This is the song that started off for the Hyper Sloth, 1996. We already knew about Match.com and all that shit 22, 23 years ago. So uh, why don't you take a little listen and see how the sloth was way ahead of its time. This is the double Z zigzag from Hypersloth. Give us a be back in 4 minutes, 32 seconds. Check out uh, Rufus's awesome guitar solo on this.
I send her a picture of me composed out of commas and silicones, and she likes what she sees. Of course she does.
<laughs> that bridge is pretty complex. I, I, I will admit. Thank you for admitting that, but I hope that uh, you remember how to play it, or we're going to be shit out of luck. Well, I never played it because I just played lead over it. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. You just, like, jumped out of the limousine, jumped up on stage and played lead, then went back to your life of fame and fortune while the rest of us toiled, thinking of crazy, crazy song styles to put together just for you to, to be a vehicle for you. Hey, we know the really important people are those who get the stars to the show, the limousine players. That's those who can do, those are the only people necessary. Forget the people people that can't. Those who can kind of sort of do, but talk like they can do more than they can, do really well, I found. Right. Those who can do... Make it so other people do, so that they can do. That's right. What I can do is make other people do. My my brother-in-law just started a new job, right? And this is, goes back to what we were talking about when I said it takes 50 people, like six months to come up with our Google, our ad thing for our DN ads. And uh, he yeah. told me. He's like, you know, he's, he's worked in an office before, but only with a couple of people. This is like a huge corporate office. He said, imagine like the office, right, the TV show without any of the humor and like 10 times as big, right? And I've been, he's, I've been allowing him to work at home by giving him some of my overflow work. Yeah. And uh, yet I could not offer him uh, like insurance and all the stuff that, grown up people need because that's not my responsibility because I know I pay for my own insurance but uh so he's like so he goes and they he's like so they give me a job he's a graphic designer like myself and he's like and they say okay this is what you need to do and then they just walked away from him and he's and what? he's like so they gave him no direction no idea where to get like the assets that he would need to put this thing together and he's like, so he starts trying to compile the pictures and stuff he's going to need. He's like, they have, he's like, everything is everywhere. They have no idea where things are. He said, it's just all people trying to shove responsibilities onto other people. That's all, that's all he's dealing with. Oh, what a nightmare. When you get, I don't know, it's, at some point there's just like too many employees. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, see, yeah, what happens is, and I think I've got on. a theory about that. It's how that comes about. It's like you hire one person, and they're like, they can't get it done because they're either too lazy or whatever. They're like, well, this is a two-man job, and then you hire mm-hmm. like the second person, and you realize that now you just are employing two incompetent people. I think everyone's incompetent. I think that's the problem. I think you're right. I, you know what? I would agree with that 100%. I mean, I can't even get a fucking taco at Taco Bell right. Well, I mean, it, I kind of seriously mean that. I, I think a lot of people, like I'm dealing with a very uh, high-profile situation right now, and I swear to God, I swear to God, me and my, my, my partner – are the smartest guys in the room every fucking time, and yet they're the people who are supposed to be, like, in charge. And we're always like, no, that's right. no supposed fucking to be the sense. Experts. Don't do it that way. Yes. I agree with that 100%. I just think that there's, like, 
you're right. There's like a handful of people in this world that can do shit. I'd say, okay, I'd say 20% of the people in the world get shit done, and the other 80% are pretty much fucking worthless imbeciles. So everyone I, that lives in the Hypersoft Happy Hour is one of the 20% and not part of the 80%. You know what? That's probably even a generous number, honestly. I'll tell you what has set me above everybody else anywhere else I've ever gone, except in, a, in the sloth community between you and me because we're peers. We're equals, as, as you know, those words are meant to be true. But like in business and stuff, I've realized that try a little bit, just a little bit. If I just try a little bit, then I look a billion times better than the guys who don't try at all and yet are somehow successful. And it makes me look like a fucking Yeah, genius. I know. Right. I mean, and the crazy part is, is when you do that little bit of trying like you're talking about, it's like they're like, oh, look, Rufus knows what he's doing. Let's shovel so much shit onto Rufus's plate that he will not be able to get anything done. Because now Rufus has proven himself <laughs> worthy of being able to do something. Now we must <laughs> paralyze him in a quagmire of other people's to-do lists so that Rufus shall become wor- worthless and decide that trying is, is uh, futile. But thankfully, thankfully, these days there are people in India who will try even harder than me for like five bucks an hour. Right, and then and unfortunately we're inundating them with all the shit that needs to be done in the world, lest they will soon become jaded and decide that uh, just sitting in a corner drinking beer or whatever their spirits are all day is better than trying and being successful. Yeah, well, what I do is I, I farm it out to these Indian guys that nobody knows about, and then it gets done, and then I take credit for it. Exactly. That's a great, and I love that plan. I love that game plan. Unfortunately, we could not farm out one of our millions of fucking ideas to get done by these people in India because they only understand how to do certain things. I Well, they probably don't. They probably understand more than I give them credit for. They might. I'm finding this out. Actually, now that you mentioned that, maybe uh, we should revisit some of our app ideas through these guys because I'm serious. I've been working with these guys for a while on this one particular project, and they are they're johnning on the spot with all this shit, and they knock it out. No shit. Yeah, yeah, they get it done. Here, I thought you were joking. Right. No, dude, I'm totally into that. I'm totally into looking at, into all of our ideas. And, you know, I've been working on this uh, this legal marijuana thing, Lately, and it looks like it's going to go, dude. We're going to be breaking ground here a little closer to the first of the year to build this uh, 50,000 square foot facility. And it's like I was telling you the other day, I was talking to a guy who is going to be somehow is horned in on the deal. And I was like, yeah, with my skills and uh, your, and then I was like, I kind of caught myself. I'm like, oh, this guy has no fucking skills. What is he, what is he bringing to the table? And I realized it's absolutely nothing. Was he investing at least? Uh, he is investing, and you know I'm all about uh, silent investors. I think si- there's a there's a you know silent investors the best investors. I tell my dad that he said I want to be honest with you. There's no such thing as a fucking silent investor. From his years in business, right. he's like, no one is a silent fucking investor. He's like everybody who invests thinks that they're the fucking CEO. No matter how little money they've invested, they decide that they know what's best for the company. Can you make a, a clause that says if you agree to be, we can give your money back and say get the fuck out. 
Well, I was already telling my other. Uh, there's me. It's me. I'm a founding member of another thing, not just the hypersloth, but of this particular thing. And there's another guy who we went in together on this. And I already said to him, I said, dude, I think we really need to think about buying this guy out and just like giving him an extra like five thousand bucks or something just to fucking go away and be like, yeah, dude, you made out like a fucking bandit. Oh man. Well, because I mean, I can just already see it becoming something it doesn't need to be. Unfortunately, he's a family member of the other guy. Let me just say that. Ooh, that kind of muddies the waters. Well, no, because I think that the other guy would agree with me one hundred fucking percent. Hey, can can I? And it's not necessarily the guy. More it turned into like the guy's wife. The guy's wife now has an opinion. That's never good. The guy's wife should not have an opinion, even if she holds the I first string. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And you know, uh, yeah. And these are people that know nothing about the mar- about marijuana or the marijuana business or anything like that. Well, look, I'm, I'm serious. <sighs> Can I invest? I'll, I'll invest. And I, I swear to God, I'll invest as a silent partner, and I'll never talk about it. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time we're in need of an investor, I will call you up and let you invest. Unfortunately, right. I'm Which hopeful the- that we will, after this fiasco, we will just decide that we don't need any partners and we'll just figure out a way to do this ourselves. Nothing will you serious. accept? Now, will you accept? They do have cash value uh, in certain locations. Will you accept Chuck E. Cheese tokens? Yes, absolutely. Better than Bitcoin. Able to use, I bet you can probably use you can probably use a Chuck E. Cheese coin at more locations than you can an actual Bitcoin. I bet you can. I bet you can. You can get more. You you can't get a spider ring with a Bitcoin. No, you can't. Well, what is a Bitcoin worth these days, just out of curiosity? Uh probably a lot, but not as much as it used to be. I can't look it up. I think it's worth like damn five or six grand, but here I'll look it up right now. Good, good idea. But uh, I remember during the show a long time ago we talked about we should just buy like five hundred Bitcoin just for fun. But back then there was no way to fucking buy them. You know what I mean? It like wasn't easy to buy a fucking Bitcoin. You had to like do something special. But I know a girl who bought 300 bitcoins, and when it got to 18 grand, I was like, "You need to let some of that. You need to let those go." And she's like, "Oh no, I'll never fucking let them go, right?" And I'm like, "Well, that's just fucking stupid, because eventually Uh-oh. people are going to figure out that they're not worth anything." Yes. And she's already lost half that value, probably more. Let's see what's that today. Six thousand four hundred eighty-two dollars. See, I mean, if you look at the, I can tell you how I can tell that Bitcoin's not a real fucking thing, because it fluctuates like fifteen hundred bucks a day. You know what I mean? Well, there's nothing. No fucking real stock. Just that it's a limited supply. I mean, didn't the guy who kind of invented it and all that Silk Road shit? He's in fucking jail now, or did he commit suicide? I don't know, but how was it a limited supply? I mean, it's a virtual thing. 
make more. Right. Well, that's, that's what they're saying, but it. only, but, but the right, and you know it's total bullshit. But they're saying that yo, know, when they wrote the code or whatever, they only wrote so many uh, bitcoins or whatever. But here's the deal: when you're working with something like that, you could like buy a point zero 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 one percent of a bitcoin. You know what I mean? So yeah, there is no unlimited supply or no limited supply. You're just adding zeros to, you know, I mean, obviously that would work in infinity too, would it not? Essentially, yeah. I mean, there's no limit to how many point zeros you can put in front of a one, as far as I know. No, but there is a limit to the amount of gold, and that's why everything should be backed by gold. Or at least something real, something that's tangible and can be like, oh, there's only this much to go around, so it has real value. Uh, I would say copies of Internet Love Song would be a good place to store any extra cash people might have. You know what we should do? I'm going to tell you right now. We are only going to sell 5 million copies limited edition of Internet Love Song. And then 5 million copies of the extended remix. Then 5 million copies of the Master Remix. Then 5 million copies of the Deluxe Gold Edition Remix. You mean 5 million per month, right? Well, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Not trying to choke out people. Okay. Want them to enjoy. You. you can't deprive So I guess like we that. just, just now, dude, guess we did. We just debunked Bitcoin. So Bitcoin debunked right here on the Hypersoft Happy Hour. Thank you for joining us. Once again, we have changed the world the way the world thinks. I never trusted it. What does a TED talk, what does TED stand for in a TED talk? Uh, I don't know, but it's just supposed to be smart people talking about smart things, but I, I don't know what TED stands <laughs> right. for. And there's also TEDx, which I don't, is, is like, I love. And what is, I is guess. that like? Dumber people talking about things. Aren't I don't know. people talking about porn? Oh, that's Ted no, Triple X. I, I literally, I, I like those TED Talks, but I saw one that I, I'm not kidding, dude. It was about a guy. Man, I'll send you the fucking link because I, I couldn't believe I was watching this. And I was like, are you fucking serious? He's up on the TED stage with that big screen behind him, and he looks like he's giving a, a, a Steve Jobs speech, you know, and everybody's just a rat right. and just watching what he's doing. And he literally talks about how to dry your hands with two paper towels if you fold them correctly. And I was <laughs> Is like, that... I thought it was a joke. Was that some kind of spoof, though? No, no, it was legit. Um, his whole thing, I guess, was about, like, uh, you know, preservation and making the most out of the things you have. But he literally got his hands wet. <laughs> And used two paper towels to dry his hands thoroughly and, and taught people how to do it. If you fold them in this way and that way, you can dry your hands thoroughly. And it was a TED Talk. I mean, he had this stupid little microphone on his face. and <laughs> We need to do a TED Talk it. of how to wipe your ass. How to correctly wipe have, your ass. I have seen a spoof TED Talk that was really fucking funny. I can't remember what it is now, but I, if I can find it, I'll send it to you as soon as I have 
internet. I love the idea of those guys wearing like that Garth Brooks fucking microphone ear thing. That's the Ted saying, man. I don't even know what's more awkward, Rufus. You tell me. What's more awkward is when someone has the little black uh, windscreen on their microphone or the one that they think is like the same color as their skin. Not sure which is more offsetting. I don't. Either one looks like some kind of weird parasite to me. I'd rather somebody just hold a fucking microphone or have a a clip on their tie. That's what do they call that kind of microphone? A lavalier mic, right? A lav mic, I do believe, is the correct term for that kind of microphone. Oh, you're more tech savvy than me. I have no idea. Uh, I know from making RV videos that that's what they call that lav mic and that they don't ever work. The best one I ever got, I paid fucking $40 for at Radio Shack. It's like 10 times better than the one I paid $250 for. Go figure. The Radio Shack. So you got it in 1988? No, dude. I got it like five years. Well, it's probably been like seven years now. But it still works like a champ. And, you know, since then, like, the Radio Shack has went out of business three times over. But uh, I don't know. I think Radio Shack would have done better if they just would have stopped asking people for their fucking information every time they came in. Yeah. I I don't see why that's necessary. But they also just sold weird shit. I mean, like, I would go into Radio Shack, and I would expect to see, like, a smartphone and a computer and there'd be like diodes and wires and right. strange batteries. I'm like, what the? F-? I'm not trying to hack a ham you know radio. What's weird you know? way though. How cool is that? How kind of cool is it that you could go into fucking Radio Shack and buy a diode that will turn a zero into a one? You know what I mean? At one time, I guess that's pretty much what Michael Dell did to fucking make computers. That that is very cool. I'm I'm definitely not. That, but I think most people think it's like, what What the hell is this for? I would go into a Radio Shack and see all that crazy shit and be like, wow, what does all this do? You know? I was fascinated right. as a kid. And, and, the weird, and the weird part is that now there'll be nowhere to buy your shit like that, and probably purposely so. So big corporations like, you can't do this at fucking home. You need a whole team, and you need our special supplier out of this one little tiny shop in Shanghai. You know what I mean? That makes all these parts that you used to be able to buy at Radio Shack for fucking a dollar and a quarter are now like $500 a piece. Fucking criminal. Thank you, Michael Dell. You cock ass. (laughs) Cock ass. I remember when I was in taking marketing at St. Edward's, Dell was just kind of getting big in Austin. And they used to have people come in and talk about doing an internship at Dell and all that stuff. And honestly, the people were so fucking corporate. I was like, why would anybody want to fucking work there? You know what I mean? You really? think it's Damn. supposed to be like this laid back place, whatever. But you're, I will admit, though, the lady that came in and talked to us was pretty fucking hot. Pretty fucking hot. Well, and she was wearing this silky top and you could see her nipples. That's strategic. That's strategy. It is strategy. I almost suckered up and probably gave them every good Slothian idea that I've had. Who knows how big a Dell could have been just because I saw this chick's nipples when she was giving us a talk about being an intern. 
but I fought it off were they, in my strength. Were, were they those big ones that look like that baby bottle that just has a like two inch fucking protrusion? And, and all I could see was the protrusion. To be honest with you, I could not see the shape of the nipple. Mm. The protrusion was definitely there, definite and definitely on point. No pun intended. Could you see a, a rosy hue through the white silky shirt? It wasn't white. Unfortunately, it was cream colored. And no, I could not. I think she actually was wearing a bra, but her nipples were busting out. I think she had one of those bras on that just had like a little spot for your nipple to come out. I think they invented those for Jennifer Aniston on Friends. <laughs> right. The nipple, the the nipple window. It's not a full nipple though. It's just the just the pointy part. Oh yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta really place that in there when you put that bra on. Yeah, you have to buy custom. It's a custom nipple hole that you have to buy. I have a couple. Oh, you do, you do. If we open that shop, I'll yeah, I'll be the tailor. I'll, I'll make those measurements. You should do that. You should, and you should probably custom do it with your mouth. Be like, I'm sorry, this is just the best way to get the size of a nipple and the size of a feel for the hole is to put your nipple in my mouth. Only for hot chicks. I'll pretend I'm, I'll pretend I'm blind and I'll and I have hooks for hands. I'll be like, this is how it has to be done. And we shall name the shop Geppetto's. I don't know why. It just seemed like Geppetto's was a nice name for a blind person. You know what? Just a name you don't hear a lot. For some reason, it fit perfectly. I think if I have another kid, I shall name it Geppetto. Just you don't hear enough Geppetto's. No, if I have another boy child, I'll call him Geppetto. I think I might just go out in the in my uh, garage tonight and whittle a Geppetto. <laughs> Will you now? You good at whittling, huh? Wasn't it Geppetto who whittled Pinocchio or not? Yeah, yeah, it was Geppetto. was the guy who made Pinocchio. He wanted to be a real boy. I hate that Geppetto just rolls off the fucking tongue now that I'm saying it. I know. It's a great name, Geppetto. I'm and hoping that the next it's underutilized. Nobody has Geppetto. When was the last time you heard Geppetto? Right. What if they name the next hurricane Hurricane Geppetto? <laughs> the hurricane wants to be a real boy. Whoever had the idea for I'm sure we could probably look this why are why do they name hurricanes? What is the sense in that? I used to know, but I forgot. But there was there was a reason for it. Well, for the people who are going to follow us into the VIP, are you going to be able to be in the VIP, though? You won't, will you? Uh, let's see what happens. I'll hang on the call. We'll see. All right. Well, we're in the VIP. Are you still there? What magical land I can is see. <laughs> I can see that you're still there. What magical land am I in? Oh, here's the deal. Hurricanes Uh, are always named after women. I did not know that. Are they? 
Oh, no, it was in, until 1979, hurricanes were always named for women. I'm, I'm guessing that pirates probably started naming hurricanes then. But then in well, 1979, they decided it's going to use male and female names. Florence is a woman's name. When, when are they going to get LGBTQ PRX 14819 question mark in there? Oh, they'll get there. I, I think the first, though, they've got to try to, to make it more uh, more like uh, across racial barriers, dude. Like like Hurricane Geppetto or Hurricane Shaniqua or Hurricane Jose. I mean, why are they always just like white bread names? Because if they weren't white bread names, then people would get mad. What do you mean, man? <laughs> Jose is destructive? Build a giant wall to keep out Hurricane Jose. He's just going to steal all your shit. (laughs) Can you believe this? There's six separate lists of names for Atlantic Ocean storms, with one list used each year. The storm must start as a tropical depression and move on to become a tropical storm before he's given a name. So they didn't really tell us anything. And it doesn't apparently going to tell us where where that came from. But uh, they're evil things, dude. They're bashing my little place. Hope it it withstands. Been through a couple of hurricanes. This one was pretty much hitting right on top of the... You were there. You were like right where this hurricane is hitting a couple years ago. Yeah, even my wife asked me the other day. She's like, where's that place in North Carolina where you were at? And I said, Bullhead Island. She's like, it's gone. I said, what? She said, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Uh, a, lot of it, a lot of shit, I don't know if it's getting wiped out. I mean, it turns out it wasn't as bad as they thought, but uh, it's pretty brutal. But a place like Bald Head Island, 200 people were going to stay there, I saw, and try to fucking tough out the fucking storm. I'm like, that's fucking nuts. Were they going to outrun it in their golf carts? Yes, they were going to ride that little, like, scooter thing with one wheel. That you tried out when you were there, they were just going to go ride it around in circles and try to stay ahead of the winds created by the hurricane. No, I didn't try to screw the thing with one wheel, but nothing is allowed on Ballhead Island but golf carts. So that was kind of cool, scooting around in a golf cart all the time. So did you? So I thought there was a one-wheeled scooter or something that you guys were going to try while you were there. I, I didn't see one. We had golf carts and bicycles. Oh, I thought your son was trying out a one-wheeled scooter. Don't don't make me go through your text messages and and revisit this or your Facebook page. Once again, people don't listen to Rufus. It's his dementia. He just forgot about his dementia again. I'm just going to remind him real quick. Bro, don't forget you got dementia. Who is this? (laughs) This is God speaking. I need you to buy 50 cases of Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, dear Lord, I I shall buy 50 cases of Krispy Kreme donuts, and I shan't touch my pee-pee no doth longer. (laughs) You know, do you ever think that maybe if they let fucking priests whack off, they would molest fewer kids? Or do you think that doesn't even matter? (laughs) Probably. Probably. Just let them get themselves off, or at least, you know, get married and shit. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't think that they really expect a priest not to, like, jerk off, do you? I mean, can they? Is that acceptable or not? I don't think it's possible, and I think, you know, we've seen what happens when it's attempted. What does happen, Rufus? Have you ever tried to go without jerking off like on Seinfeld? Yeah, I became a priest. Did you? Then what year were you banished from the church? Uh, pretty quickly, because I really had to beat off. I mean, I can't, you can't expect these people to be like, first of all, I go to confession and be like, I beat off to like another priest. You know what I mean? Oh, I guess I need to confess that I beat off. I mean, I'll tell you what, I went to confession once in my life. I didn't ever tell them that I beat off. That was not, I don't, I don't, first of all, I think it'd be inappropriate for a priest to ask you if you beat off. So you've been beaten off or what's the deal with that? Well, you, you should, you should go back to confession for the first time in years and just be like, man, I've been beaten off for 25 years. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, maybe I just go through every time that I beat off. Like intimately with the priest, be like, well, then I was felt funny. I was looking at this Sears catalog, and my peepee felt funny. And then, then there was this one time I was on the road, and uh, there was I was using a shower at a Holiday Inn, and I just decided. And then there was a time when I was like 27. You know what I mean? Just like get in every fucking time with a guy. See how long that would take. Dude, the the 1980s Sears and JCPenney catalogs were fucking gold. I I just have to say that. Do you still have them? Do you still have a, a copy that's worn to bits and the pages are all literally stuck together? No, but apparently some people do because I've looked them up on like Google Images and they still have some of those pictures. And I'm like, oh man, that brings back memories. And it just makes my right hand where the picture where you, and see, you can actually see like a piece of nipple or some bush through like the underwear shot or the bra shot. You're like, oh no, I think I'm seeing nipple. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can see they cloud it out, but you know, you're like, ooh, they're clouding something out. Mm. It's there. It's there. I know it is. See, that's all they had to give a priest. Then they wouldn't have to rape how many kids now? Nah, it's just a few thousand. Nah. Yeah, all that. I mean, this in the year. scheme of things, that's not really that. What did Norm McDonald get in trouble for the other day? I guess he got in a lot of shit. Did you see that? Uh, I saw something about that. I, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but I, I would like to check it out because I, I like Norm. I'm a fan of Norm. Check it out right now. Uh oh. Because he doesn't seem like a hateful person. No. Norm McDonald. Did he lose his? He already lost his gig. He said controversial. Norm McDonald clarifies controversial comments on Roseanne. What do you uh, think, think he, he said? Supported Roseanne or something. Something. A lot of stuff coming up about the Me Too movement. Uh, Let's see what he said. Here he is. This is what he said on the View. 
looking at a miserable McDonald tried to explain his true of pu- publicity tour blunders, first starting with his controversial Me Too comments. Let's see what he said. Uh, Louis C.K., all right. Roseanne Barr and Louis C.K. might not be the best of friends, but they reportedly bonded over their careers. Oh, what is that? Oh, no. Sorry about that. Could you hear that? You're listening to dubstep? What is that? (laughs) No, that was John Goodman talking on the Roseanne show. So here's what he said. This is what... uh, Norm MacDonald said, Roseanne was so broken up after her show was canceled that I got Louis C.K. to call her, even though Roseanne was hard on Louis before that, MacDonald said. But she was just so broken and kind, crying constantly. There are very few people that have gone through what they have, losing everything in a day. Of course, people will go, what about the victims? But you know what? The victims didn't have to go through that. Oh, okay, uh-oh, he messed up. They both said they had a good conversation and were just giving any advice they could to each other. So there would be no way for me to even understand the advice because whoever's gone through such a thing, all their work and their entire life being wiped out in a single day at a moment. He shouldn't just have said that thing about the victims didn't go through that. I mean, the weird thing well, yeah, about Louis so- C.K. is like he was asking people for permission to jack off in front of him, right? Did he ever like force his jacking off onto somebody or he, he always just said, you want to watch me jack off? I don't know. But in the case of Norm McDonald, I mean, if you're having a conversation – People, do you want to have a real conversation where people talk off the cuff, or do you want to have something where they plan something to say? I mean, he, he just said something, you know, off the cuff. Well, he was being and interviewed, though. Banned? Unfortunately, it was during an interview. Well, yeah, it's an interview, but if if you were interviewed on TV, would you go in, would you know the questions are going to be asked, and would you have like a week to write down the answers you're going to say? Or would you just have a conversation with someone? Well, I saw that's why uh, uh, Adam Sandler won't do any interviews anymore, any print interviews, because he said it's so easy for them to manipulate what you're going to say and how you say it. You know, there's no inflection. There's no, you can't, you know, it comes across totally different something when you say it one way and then when the way that it reads. And I think he's pretty much right about that. He's absolutely right. And people are just way too fucking touchy about stupid shit. Now they've got... It's... Uh, I don't know, zigzag. I just want to join the priesthood. You should, dude. You should just crawl up in a little hole with a bottle of whiskey and yank yourself into fucking the next century. Did you know that there's, there's a 1 in 700 chance that this meteor might hit the earth in, I can't remember if it was 2035 or 2135. One in 700. Well, you sure will blow it out of the sky. <laughs> uh, surely, I don't think, you think in 100 years we would have that kind of capability? Uh, I, how big is that meteor? Big enough to wipe out the whole earth. I watched this worst fucking movie I've ever seen last night while I was working. And it was, remember we had talked a while ago about what would happen if you just, if we found out like, oh, there's a fucking meteor headed towards Earth and there's no way to stop it and we're all just going to be fucking killed. And someone made a movie of it, obviously after hearing us talk about it on the show in 19, or in 2013. 
And the show had uh, Michael from The Office. What's that guy's name? Uh, Steve Carell? Yeah, Steve Carell. And I never even got the name of the movie. The movie was so lame, I never even bothered getting the, the name of it. But it was probably one of the – I would like to see its Rotten Tomato scores. Because I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to look that up right now, the name of that movie. Steve Carell is his name. Meteor you know, I, movie. I don't think I'd care think it'll if come up? Meteor just hit the earth and wiped everything out. Because of what happened quick, it's out of my control. I'm worried more about things that I can control and don't do anything about, like um, politics and wanting to build bombs and bomb shit. If it's a meteor come down, I'd be like, yeah, all right. I'll take it. It's just faster. I mean, really, I hope with global warming and all that shit, we're going to kill ourselves off. I mean, otherwise, they wouldn't be like, well, we need to look for what's going on on Mars. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, it's called, which is a, a really good song by Chris Cornell, and I can't believe they made such a shitty movie and used the name of his song to uh, to taint it. Damn. I really wish I'm, I had internet. I'm telling you what, dude, I know up. I've told you this a million times, but Steve, Car- or Steve Carell's, Jesus Christ, Chris Cornell's uh, solo album is one of the best fucking albums I've ever heard. Euphoria Morning I highly recommend it to everyone listening Just yesterday I was like watching Chris Cornell Videos and he does this one Awesome acoustic version Of uh, Prince's What's that Prince song Um, Nothing compares to you Fucking amazing Oh did he do it with his daughter No with him It was like in a radio show or something It's just him with an acoustic guitar and there's like a, a cello and a, a drum player, and it's fucking just gold. I know the guy was a fucking talented guy. Himself. What a what a fuck up! All because he was on Ativan or whatever other fucking prescription drugs he'd been on. Unfortunately, I heard he was on the weed, the pot. No, he was not on the weed. The weed is the one thing they didn't find in his system. I'm kidding. I was just trying to rile you up. Oh, I was going to say, the weed is what keeps people... The weed, I think, has kept me from seeking a friend for the end of the world, so to speak. Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish you had some weed, but it sounds like you just does, you're just going to go out, period. You're just going to take your lumps. Oh, I got Bud Light. I need to send you some weed, but you told me you didn't want me to, remember? I was wrong, Zigzag. Okay, very, well, very now that wrong. you've admitted you're wrong, I will send you some. Did you ever ask your neighbor guy just out of curiosity? Ask him what? I thought you were going to ask your neighbor guy that was in that band if he knew where to score some of the weed. Oh, no, I didn't because I talked to him a few times after that, and I, I kind of got the sense that he has n- no fucking idea. He's out of that game, but I'm not. Oh, like okay. play that game. Well, I'll send you some here, and I'll send you some seeds, dude, because you need to grow some. It's so easy to grow. 
Uh, if you can grow it outdoors, I mean, you got you got room there, right? I've got two acres, and it's all tree-covered, so I could even grow it outside, and it probably wouldn't be seen anywhere by anyone. Yeah, no one. You know what? I'll tell you what. My buddy, Joel, you remember Joel? Joel lived with us at Roehampton for a while. He uh, Go Gowdy? He was growing some weed outdoors, and it's totally, it's totally legal because he lives in Michigan, yes. And uh, he he had like four pot plants growing, right, outside, out on his back deck, right? And he had a party with his family. His cousin was getting married, and he had a party with like 50 people there, right? And he left the yeah. plants out there. And then no one fucking knew what it was. Not one person was like, hey, those are pot plants or whatever. He's like, they just mulled around the plants. He's like, these plants were as big as people. He's like, and they had no idea that they were fucking pot plants. He just thought they just thought oh, they were fucking awesome. plants. So there is an asteroid as big as the uh, Empire State Building that will that could hurt the, hit the Earth in 2135. It can release up to 1,200 megatons of explosion. Oh, I think they're going to tell us about it right here. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. How big is a megaton? A megaton Does it really matter? is 100 times more than a microton. <laughs> Thank you. Are you sure it's not a 1,000? Or would that be a kiloton? It could be a thousand. A decaton is ten Let's more see. than a microton. But a uh, one megaton is equivalent to one million tons of dynamite. Jesus okay, Christ! One million tons of dynamite. That's fucking insane. An H bomb is fifteen megatons. I wish I didn't know that. Here you go. How many kilotons are in one megaton? The answer is 1,000. We were on to something there, Rufus. Kind of backwards, Mm. but we were were getting there. So, yeah, 15 million tons of TNT is an an H-bomb. Now, have they ever set off an H-bomb? Is an H-bomb the same as an atom bomb or not? Well, yeah, they, they dropped two in Japan, and they set them off all the time in the Mexico. Those are atom bombs, though. Doesn't a hydrogen bomb, I think, is different. An H-bomb, like, doesn't doesn't ruin anything. It just sucks all the air out. Is that how a hydrogen bomb uh, works? Well, goddamn, I can't look it up, stupid internet. I thought an H-bomb wasn't an A-bomb. I thought it was the A-bomb was splitting the hydrogen atom. Was it? Oh, maybe you're right. The device colloquially referred to as a hydrogen bomb or an H-bomb because it employs the fusion of isotopes of hydrogen. Well, aren't you a clever one, you? Oh, wait, hydrogen bomb versus atomic bomb. What's the difference? The bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki exposed the yield of 15 kilotons and 20 kilotons of TNT, respectively, by the way. In contrast, the first test of a nuclear thermal weapon or hydrogen bomb, uh, let's see, what's more powerful? Yeah, a, a hydrogen bomb is more powerful than an atomic bomb. Oh, shit. 
That's fucking crazy, then. Oh, my God. Bring it on, see the, in Hydrogen bomb in the United States blew up. 1950 yield an explosion in the order of 10,000 kilotons of TNT. Jesus Christ. So that would be only 10 megatons, right? I don't know. See, now Man, I got that ain't now time for math. Yeah, now I don't this even know. This is why care. scientists handle this shit. Yeah, that's right. It's bored me into not caring about being obliterated. Right, now I don't care. At first I was in awe of a megaton, and then they started talking about different ways to get megatons, and now I just don't care. Now it just doesn't make any sense. All right, Zigzag. My bladder is reaching critical kiloton moment. All right, Rufus. I'm going to let you off the hook today because today, you're on the phone. Man, I, I went above and beyond the Call of Duty. I got kicked off the internet. Still have no internet, and I called in on the phone. So I think, I think above and beyond the Call of Duty. This, this is, this is a religion, dude. And if you can't get with the program, I didn't want to tell you this. We had a little band <laughs> meeting last week. Dude, looking good for you. Not looking real. You're you're on the bubble. Let me just say you're on the bubble. <laughs> you had a you had a band meeting with yourself. Yes. Yeah, dude, I did. I, I went in the bathroom, had a little bat meeting in front of the mirror, and I'm like, he just doesn't seem like he's working out. Doesn't seem like his heart's in it well, anymore. I had a bad meeting with myself, and I thought, I thought to myself, man, I really hope ZigZag accepts the new me. I've been trying really hard, and I hope that he likes what I'm doing with myself. But if he doesn't, that's okay. So you do what you got to do. Exactly. Just do it. All right. Yeah, dude, I don't want to let you go, but there's a place in India where I can get three or four of you to work a single show. And guess what? They never take bathroom breaks. Never. They wear diapers. No bathroom. No bathroom for us. No. Bad bathroom. Mr. Mr. Zigzag beat us if we go to the bathroom. Really, it's mostly verbal abuse, but they don't really know the difference. You know, in India, their their toilets they're just holes in the floor. They don't even have like a toilet. Dude, let me tell you what. When I went to Italy, Italy has fucking places where they're just fucking holes in the ground is a fucking toilet. Obviously, I loved Italy, dude. I had a great time in Italy, basically because I was drunk drinking. 24 ounce Heineken's all day every day, but uh, the the idea I don't know they haven't changed a lot since the Roman times. Let me put it this way because like in every market there was like flies all over the food and shit. And I guess you just get used to that. But I was not very used to it. Let me say that. Uh, if your country has toilets that are just holes in the floor and there's flies all over your market meat. You're not saving the planet from an asteroid that's going to destroy the planet. <laughs> no, you're not. You're definitely not. Let me put it this way. No. Everybody talks about going to Italy for the food and shit. The best fucking meal I had in Italy was at the fucking Four Seasons, and it was a club sandwich. So what's that tell you? Really? Yes. Yes. 
That is a true story. And I had a, and, and the other thing that I ate the most of was a place that was called Pizza Quick, I do believe. And it was just like fucking subpar frozen pizza place where they would cook your pizza for you and you would eat it. True story. All right, I'm out. All right, Rufus. Well, we'll catch you next week on the the zigzag hypersloth hour. Uh, maybe we'll let Rufus call in. Maybe we won't. We'll have to take a vote on it this week and see if he's still in the band. But not looking good, folks. So uh, just want to throw that out there. Well, you let me know. You might just send me an email. Heads up. Send me a send me a text if I don't block you. I'm probably going to send you something in the mail that you'll have to sign from a lawyer. So. Uh, just want to give you a heads up. Look out for that, all right, Rufus? Okay. Sure, sure. I'll sign it with my left hand. And by the way, we are changing your name from Rufus because I actually, you don't know this, but I own the rights to the name Rufus uh, <laughs> as it pertains to this olive hypersloth. So if you want to call in the next week's show, I'm going to need you to call in under Geppetto. Okay, okay, that sounds great. Well, I own the rights to your name. G-Man. I'm going to call you G-Man from now on. It's now the Shecky and Geppetto show, because you're Shecky. I demand by law that you go by that name now. (laughs) I will not. (laughs) Uh, I quit. How can you kick me out of what is mine? (laughs) No. All right, I got to go, man. All right, Rufus, I'll let you go. Folks, uh, thanks for listening to Zigzag. Or wait, the Hypersloth Happy Hour with Zigzag Rufus. I'm Zigzag. I'm Geppetto. (laughs) That's Geppetto. Tune in next week. Maybe Rufus will be able to join us after he gets out of being his new self. So uh, we'll catch you next week. I want to be a real boy. (laughs) I want to be a real solution. Next week, Rufus, next week. Eat your eggs. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. All right, folks, we're going to play you out with a little bit of beer's food. Check you next weekend. This is the Double Z. Check it out.
Zigzag and Rufus.